Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. Catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, DogCast every Friday, ScareCast every Monday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook and Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Welcome to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. The people's host, Leland. With me tonight, the guy, Chad. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, hope you had a safe Halloween out there, and I hope you had a good weekend. Weekend was great. Not so safe, though. Had to disinfect the candy. That's okay. I know who didn't disinfect that candy. In fact, stole it from the kids. The dog father himself, Joshua. What's up, brother? What is going on, my dilly dudes? Get this. Dog father himself is here. Whispers. Whispers. I tell you secrets because I whisper when I tell secrets. And what you guys sipping on tonight? I'm keeping it pretty basic tonight, man. I, you know, you're probably going to get mad when I tell you this, but I'm drinking mm-hmm. water. Just H2O. H2O. Keeping it simple. Yeah. I'm drinking water, too, but it comes from the uh, state of Kentucky, uh, the Bourbon Rivers. The Boyman? Mixed with a little bit of... Uh, uh, that bit southern of Boyman? Mm. I enjoy my libations of the Boyman style. I say, I say, I say, is you is, uh, is you or is you ain't, my baby. I am actually, in fact, also drinking nothing. I don't have a cold drink with me at all (laughs) because I'm drinking hot chocolate. You're not drinking hot chocolate. Actually, I am. Get this. Here's the cup right here. Wow. Okay. He wasn't lying. Well, um, he's actually drinking hot chocolate. This is the best content for any show we've ever done. This is amazing. Josh is drinking hot chocolate, and you're drinking water, and uh, we have wrestling to talk about. We had exciting wrestling this last week. We had boring wrestling this week. We had some confusing stuff. <laughs> Uh, and then we had the Your greatest dog face is throwing me off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I love this filter. Especially uh, when I talk in the, the ear. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can do this, man. This is a challenge. <laughs> it's just your dog face looks like it's constantly pondering shit. Like, hmm, hmm, hmm. hmm. Ah! <laughs> yes, it is. It is constantly pondering things. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I just watched in the world of wrestling this week. The greatest pay-per-view from the 90s returned. Wasn't a pay-per-view, but NXT uh, brought back Halloween Havoc. I was super pumped about that. And I don't watch a whole lot of NXT, but I think uh, I think I'm on the bandwagon now. That was an amazing show. Hmm. What do you got about that show? What was so great about WWE reviving Halloween Havoc? 
it was everything. The feel of the Halloween spirit. Uh, they put in a little bit of that cinematic stuff. Our boy Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes, they were getting after it. They had that haunted house match. I thought that was the best uh, cinematic match we've had since Taker at WrestleMania. Uh, Rhea Ripley. You know, that was a great match. Let me, put, let, me, let me put this out there. That was a great match with Gonzalez. She is uh, she's top notch. I think all they're waiting on is Charlotte Flair to come back, and we're going to see her move up to main roster. But the real question I have about Rip, Rhea Ripley boys hmm. is she hot <laughs> are we I talking mean, veronica vaughn or i mean what are you what are you, what are you talking that rhea ripley is one nice piece of ice <laughs> i just don't know i i am a i'm attracted but i don't feel like i should be i know you know she's a little bit on the butch side but uh that, that doesn't <laughs> doesn't divert me. Where do you guys stand on this? I feel like that's the weirdest question I've ever been asked about a female wrestler. Well, you need to know because it's confusing me. <laughs> I don't think it matters. She is gorgeous. I think Rhea Ripley is a gorgeous woman, regardless, butch or not. Pandering. I think she's gorgeous. He's pandering. He's pandering. Not Josh, pandering to shit. Get Josh, this. give me a real answer. Get this real answer. Okay. He thinks, um, he thinks Nia Jax is hot. <laughs> Nia Jax. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't even say that. Give me an answer. <laughs> All right. Rita Ripley? Yeah. No, Rita. Not Rita. Not Rita. Got to know the name before Rita. you think she's hot. Rita Hipley? <laughs> uh, negative. Negative? Okay. Okay. I'm A positive on that one. I you know I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I, uh, but anyway, the, the whole pay-per-view was really, really good. I loved all the spooky little stuff they did. I liked that they introduced the the zombies with uh, Dexter Loomis and played that whole thing out. And, you know, the thing that really really got me about um, NXT, their arena is so much better than anything in wrestling right now. The way they inter- in- integrate the... Um, the screens and they have a little bit of that live action going, but they're all behind a cage instead of the you know uh, the the glass, the hockey glass. They're behind this little cage. I just think it's such a better presentation than anything, even even AEW. I because uh, AEW, as we've talked about, has got a little stale with their presentation at least in their production. I think NXT's really they've. I think they're hitting gold here. Are you are you guys keeping up at all? I know you watched Halloween Havoc, but are you keeping up at all with what's happening? NXT actually had more views than I think both SmackDown and AEW. I think they did. Possibly. They led Didn't the they? way this week. Yeah, it was Halloween Havoc. I think, I think I'm a big fan of the Thunderdome, and I think we brought this up, and we'll Same. just say it again. AEW has fallen Thunderdome. behind. Thunderdome. They've fallen behind. AEW still puts on a good show. They still have all the wrestling in the ring. It's not all this dramatic blah blah blah. I get to see action in the ring. That's what I look for in wrestling. But their presentation has fallen behind drastically. And WWE is kind of leading the way on that, unfortunately. That's not really unfortunately because it's, it's, it's e- what you would expect. It's yeah. what you would expect from them, though. I mean, the arena is how they are. I kind of expect that from AEW because they're still trying to go with more of that grittier, Listen, I'm early a mark 2000s for AEW. approach. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> you're hurting his feelings it right is. now, Josh. It is. Well, it's unfortunate that you're a mark for AEW. Well, I didn't say that, Josh. That, that you don't have delete. to hurt my feelings. 
delete. <laughs> delete. Listen, I've okay. spoken to some really smart people, and they've told me that Chad is a mark for AEW. Listen, <laughs> listen, the smartest people, listen, the smartest people have told me. The smartest people have told me that they think that I am not an AEW mark. Get this, get this. I'm, no, one, no one does it like I thought. No one does it like I do. Nobody. Chad? Might possibly be the best mark there is. I'm not saying I am the best, but I feel like I'm the best. Maybe I am the best. I would say I'm probably the best. I would say that Cody Rhodes is a is a huge mark for AEW, but I'm a little <laughs> bit more huger. You know what? AEW and Cody Rhodes, dud. <sighs> Started the year a stud, ending the year a dud. Nope. That's all I have to say. Yep. Is no, we have the cleaner back, or actually, the, this is the cleaner's uh, debut on AEW. If you're not a New Japan fan, you'd have no clue who the cleaner is. So, uh, Chad, I know you're excited for that. I know that when that debuted, we got uh, the two ladies out there with the brooms, bringing in Kenny Omega as the cleaner. How excited are you? I'm excited that it's against Hangman uh, coming up this weekend at the uh, the. Uh, pay-per-view that AEW is about to put on for us. I'm really excited. But yeah. who didn't see that coming, right? That was you could have seen yeah, that. It was a mile designed away. for them. Kenny Omega's fun to watch. He's uh he's he's pretty much one of the only reasons why I actually watch AEW. Him and MJF, mm-hmm. to be honest. That's and fair. I kinda like the angle. The angle they're going with right now with both of them is kind of a different approach to how the year started. I kind of feel like for some reason MJF is kind of uh I don't know, getting to change. I don't know. I feel like they're trying to change his character, but nobody really wants it changed. So I don't really know what they're trying to approach there. And that's a great question. I don't well, like this I, whole I result question marks all around the inner circle. I'm not a fan of that. I feel I feel like they're trying to make him face. Oh, I really no, do. I really I really feel like happen. AEW is trying to make him face because he's so over. They're like, yeah, let's go ahead and make him a baby face. Nobody and I, I honestly feel like that's where it's going. And then on the other side, they're making Kenny Omega a heel now. And there's no way they're going to have Kenny Omega Hill and they're going to have MJF Hill. So either the angle that they're going with MJF is going to either die or they're making MJF a face. You know, I thought about that, Josh, and I thought the balance was either going to be Sammy Guevara or Chris Jericho going face. I thought maybe one of those two guys are trying to lead him into going face because... With MJF joining the inner circle, he's going to dismantle it from the inside. That causes some kind of like flux between him and, and, and Jericho. But what we did get was a match between Jericho at the pay-per-view this weekend. So, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that match yet. I'm still on the fence. But I thought that's maybe the direction AEW is going in, and I'm still not really sure what they're doing there. Well, this is what confuses me about this match going into full gear. You have Chris Jericho that challenges, says, if you, if you MJF, if you beat me, then you get to go into the inner circle. Right. Okay. So if he beats him, goes into the inner circle, he's already beaten the leader. So does he exactly. go in as the leader? So I'm a little confused about this. And then if you do have Jericho go over in that match, what does that mean? Does that? I mean, that would feed into your babyface theory, Josh. One hundred percent. Yeah. Which I don't want. See, that, I think that's really what they're going for, and I feel like the song with Jericho 
is what is literally making that happen. They're they're they have someone that that's so over right now. They're like, well, we got to capitalize on it. Got to make them face. Problem is though, is that I really thought AEW was gonna roll with a heel being the main face. Companies typically don't. They usually go with a face being the face of the actual company. No, but I okay. thought AEW would be brave enough to have a heel be the face of the company, but in turn they're not. No, they have a character face with uh, with John Moxley. Well, okay. Before we jump off of that, let's think. Let's think about this here. So let's say, it, what if what if Jericho becomes the face in all this? We know that he can get over as a face. What if MJF goes in there, beats him straight up the next week on Dynamite? Uh, he kicks Jericho out because there's no reason for Jericho. He's the new leader now because he beat the leader, as we said. We have this angle where now Jericho's kicked out of his own faction, and he then gains sympathy and becomes a becomes a babyface. I could see that happening because I do believe I they need that baby feel like maybe Jericho's heel work is kind of toned down a lot in the last couple weeks too. Well, for sure, and it goes into the the song thing. People that hate the heel do not sing along to their intro song. Yeah, there's there's a shift yeah. definitely going on there with Jericho, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. At least at least one of them. At least one of them. I don't. I don't know. You know, and honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Jericho go face, but he works so good as a heel, and mm-hmm. I'm on the fence about it being Sammy Guevara. Um, even though that was kind of the rumor mill, you know, a lot of that was being tossed around on social media and I was kind of on the fence cause I was like, well, I haven't seen Sammy as a face yet. So I don't really know how that's going to work. Um, but you know, getting Sammy out of the inner circle and actually seeing him wrestle somebody other than Matt Hardy might be kind of nice too. So we'll see. Sure. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, AEW likes to throw curveballs once in a while. Sometimes you kind of see where the storyline is going with like hangman page and Omega, Sometimes they throw yeah. a story in there. And you're like, well, what, what are they doing? You know, and then finally down the road, it kind of makes sense. But I don't know this one, this whole MJF inner circle. I'm just really curious what they're doing here. Well, before we got on air, you had uh, you were talking about some rumor mill um, mm-hmm. going exactly. on at the AEW. So uh, what's going on there? That's, that's exactly what I wanted to bring up, too. Do you think that they're trying to set the angle for Sting possibly coming over? And so they're trying to move people around to kind of make his entrance make sense. That could be an angle too, because when you look at the facts, uh, he's kind of uh, he's kind of been quiet on anything WWE and mm-hmm. WWE have kind of dropped him. And then the fact that they just dropped all of his merch, kind of a big big deal. So now you can't buy any Sting merch, can't buy mm-hmm. anything attached to unless it's WWE. pro wrestling tees, yeah. And typically, we've seen in the past, when that happens, There's a change. that's usually the end that they're going somewhere else. And so the fact that AEW is hinting at it and stuff like that, I can see it happening. And I mean, let's, let's be honest, Sting's not loyal to anyone um, because the only thing he was loyal to died. Yeah. So I could really see him going to AEW as like a revival for his, the brand that he lost. That's what I could see happening. So I wouldn't be shocked by it. I don't know where he's going to fit in. Um, maybe it's going to be Matt Hardy's going to bring him in. Um, I don't know. But I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, let me be the first to say, Sting does not need to go to AEW. AEW doesn't need him, and he doesn't need them. In fact, it will be the first time, mark my words, this is our... Uh, we're one year and one week into the show. 
and this will go down. If Sting shows up on AEW, this will be the first time you will hear it out of my mouth. They have turned into WCW. And if they do that, then they better just start marking their demise. Because if that's the mindset of just hashing up somebody, I mean, how old is Sting at this point? Come on. You can't imagine he's going to wrestle. Are you kidding? Have you seen everybody else that they've been bringing in there? This is this is happening, bro. Nobody wants to wants to see it. They brought in Jake the Snake. They brought in fucking Arn but Anderson. Those, they those brought, I mean, roles make sense to me. I'm okay with that. I love so seeing do you Jake think the Snake. Go- okay, so let me ask you this. Would you be okay with Sting coming in with the same kind of role as Jake the Snake? I don't know how he could be a mentor or who he would be it to. Easily. He he could be the mentor for whatever either Matt Hardy's doing or he could be the mentor for the, the group that uh, has – what's his face in there? The dude with the beard from WWE. I can't think of his name. For some reason. Miro? No, the uh... – What's that faction that's going on? He was part the of the White Order? Family. Oh, Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Since that died, Sting could be a part of that to, for them to try to re- revive that. Or he could be part of the Dark Order, or I don't know. I mean, he could be a part of any of it. But Okay, the only way I'd be okay with Sting walking in the door is if it is a, a, a no more than a couple weeks. A one-off? And he's, Waves his yeah, bat in the air and then walks right off? Exactly. He's he's there to... Yeah, exactly. There's no elaboration on that. A one-off. I would be okay with that. But if we're talking about him sitting his ass on the roster like an Arn Anderson and like a Jake the Snake, I am not at all interested. And I think that'll be a big mistake for AEW to keep going to go down that road if they do that. What if they brought him back as Surfer Sting? Well, okay, so the nostalgia in me would pop for that. Mm-hmm. But that's would it. Get, it's got to be a one-off. Would you be over on that? For a one-off, yes. For a one-off. If he came back with his flat-top blonde hair and the, the colorful paint you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, Surfer yeah. Sting. If he shows up... If he shows up in full gear and he does something in full gear, you know, disrupts a match, whatever, and and I'm fine with that. But if he shows back up on Dynamite and JR's got to sell this like he's really legitimate again, they've lost me. They've lost me on that at least. I would Dude, pop I've for seen that it from though. the get-go. Josh has got a point. If I saw on flat-top, long-haired yeah. Sting show up with the, the colorful paint, I would love that because he's been the crow Sting yeah. for how long now? 30 since 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Because he never brought back Surfer Sting in TNA. Ever. Never brought it back. And they brought it, he brought back all those other weird Sting ones where he was like the, the Joker and all that weird shit. Yeah. So, I, didn't I mean, like that. it'd be, it, it'd be kind of cool to see him come back as like Surfer Sting. I guess because the expectation one-off. with Sting is to always be <clears throat> the Crow Sting. You know, that's when I'm like, ah, no thanks. But when you said, Blonde-haired Sting. Then, I, then my mm-hmm. then my brain was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'll give that one a big maybe. Crow Sting never asked for it. Don't need it. Don't want it. I don't even think he could grow a flat top anymore. No, because he's yeah, he's. <laughs> I doubt he could grow yeah, a flat I mean, top. I highly <laughs> doubt if he came out there with that flat top on, his music better be. 
<laughs> I mean that it would have to be that because if it wasn't then it wouldn't make any sense but I I don't think he's be coming back as Surfer Sting. Let's let's all be honest with ourselves. And by ourselves I mean let's let both of you be honest with yourselves. <laughs> that I was right that AEW was is a remake of WCW and they're bringing back Sting as the crow. And they're going to try to put him on the main roster, just like Matt Hardy. Because uh, they're both, uh, to me, Matt Hardy's way done. He is so far done. I mean, I, I put a turkey in the oven and left it for eight and a half years. <laughs> That's how far cooked he is, okay? Let it go. Sure. Okay, you're not... <laughs> hate that shit. That shit drives me absolutely nuts. I hate that character. I mean, Can I, can I, I throw I, a little argument, though? Go ahead. Matt Hardy is not your champion. He's a character. He's not the main event. He's he's not the main thing going. He's he's putting young guys like Sammy Guevara over. That's it. What WCW did, and, and I know you were still in diapers at this time. They had <laughs> I gotta take my dig. They brought everybody that was a big name in WWE or WWF and made him a champion right away. Yeah, from the 80s. Eight, AEW is not doing that. Look at Miro. He's got some. He's got some stupid thing going right now with uh, Kip Sabian about video games and shit. I'm totally. I'm totally not interested at all. So they're making 0%. these guys earn their way up. So no, I, the, AEW is not a WCW remake. Now, if they brought Sting back and they put the strap on him, then I would absolutely agree with you, and you would be the god of wrestling. It would have to be then put the strap on him. Yeah, absolutely, because be that's evil. what WCW did. And and your argument is that they are a WCW remake. Prediction. Okay. On his first match in AEW, because he's going to be there, he's going to win the TNT belt. Nope. They're smarter than that. That's not going to happen. No. They haven't happen. done he's that yet. They are, gonna, the belt. They, they are going to tease him for months or a month or weeks. That he he's always oh, coming, he's coming, and then he's going to challenge for that belt. Guarantee you. Hmm. Oh, I I, do, I totally so. disagree. Totally disagree. Because Sting isn't new to us. Sting has been around. He's been relevant in the last five years. And they want him. So okay, you hear me out. They're okay. going to put the belt on him, so that then he could lose the belt to put somebody over. I need it. That's what I think. Cody can huh? Cody can put anybody over on that roster. With that belt better than Sting could. And they know it. That's why he's got the strap again. Here's what I think is going to happen, though. I think that he's going to challenge Cody Rhodes for the belt. And Cody Rhodes is going to come out dressed like Surfer Sting. And he's going to fight Sting as Crow Sting. Oh, God. And he's going to lose. I would hate it. Tony Khan has said that he loves WCW. He was a big fan of ECW. But he has flat out said any... Older superstar coming in will not be a performer in the ring. Sting will not go in the ring. He will not wrestle for a belt. It is not going to happen. That's coming totally straight from agree. Tony Khan. <clears throat> I wouldn't worry I about it for belts. I wouldn't worry about any of that stuff. His his only role can be a manager or one-off. That's it. That's all you're going to see. Sting is a real 
American. You fight for his rights of <laughs> That's one guy you will never see walking in AEW. Oh, yeah, that's been... Oh, they won't even let him in the done. door. No. They're, they're not even going to invite him. No fucking way. If, if he fucking steps foot in AEW, I'm never watching it again. Because at that point, I don't it think is WCW. Was, wasn't there some like lawsuit stuff going on there, or like some some shots fired at least from the AEW to the Hogan camp? Wasn't there something going on there? Something like that, yeah. Is there? Yeah, some racist things too. Not, not nothing good. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. some some ugliness going on there where Tony Khan's like, "Hey, fuck you, Hollywood, or whatever you're calling yourself today." Uh, ain't happening. <laughs> he comes out with the fucking black beard. <laughs> So guys, I wanted to I wanted to bring this up real quick, not to shift gears so fast, but uh, I wanted to bring this up because I feel like it's kind of worthy to make the news for the Turnbuckle Report. But Kylie Ray has officially retired from wrestling. Saw that. Um, if 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 you don't know who Kylie Ray is, please Google search her and take a look at her and some watch some of her old matches. She's got the face, she's got the skills, and she's only 28 years old. And she decided. Because she's having some issues in her life. Whatever those are, we don't know. She didn't disclose, but she decided that she no longer is part of Impact Wrestling. Which I, for one, am sad. Uh, I think she's a fantastic wrestler. She looks great in the ring. She's got a great face. Uh, it's it's actually kind of sad to hear that she's retiring, and it's due to some issues in her life. So I hope she gets whatever she needs to figure out soon. Love to see her back in the ring. Uh, but as of right now, there's no more Kylie Ray in Impact Wrestling. What do you guys feel about Kylie Ray? I could honestly care less. About Kylie Ray. Heel. I I don't like Kylie Ray. I never did. Why? Is because she like a Bailey like. 2.0 or a Bailey negative 2.0? It, it, she, it's literally, it's a Western family version. Okay? It's a very generic. <laughs> Western family. It's a very generic version of just, just the, the dumb character. I don't know. I don't get it. She, I never, I was never over on her character. I never will be. And she retired. Great. Condolences to your family. Say hello to your mother. <laughs> She's not dead, bro. But I don't care. I don't care. Oh but honestly, I'm going to be what I do both. care about is that now TNA will be a better show without her. And TNA is actually, actually pretty good. You guys yeah. been catching any of that at all? I've watched a little bit of TNA and, and they are catching their stride for sure. They are. Mm-hmm. It's well, actually it pretty decent. Because Kylie Ray was on the roster now because she's going to be off. <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to be, Josh is going to be watching more now. Yeah. So thank you. I'm thank watching you, Kylie, right? Yeah. They just Kylie. gained one viewer and lost about a hundred. I can't argue about her character being a knockoff Bailey. I can't. Yeah. No. But, I, but she and that's had what I was a great say. look, man. I when there's a lot of confusion behind that, and I'd love to hear the story in, in total because you know she was with AEW before AEW was on TNT, so uh, she had a good run there. And then went to TNA. So, you know, I, I don't really know what the backstory is. And, and until she makes it uh, public, then it's none of our business. But um, was never really over on the character. But the bell to bell was really good. And I, I, was, I will say that it hurt AEW when she left. Because that women's division is, is um, it's struggling. It's getting well, better. What I but heard is she got, she tested for AIDS. Oh, God. And seriously, she tested for AIDS, and the AEW doctors wanted her to get a test, and she said no. She didn't. This want is it. for real. This is this is what you hear for real. Yep. And she did. Okay. She didn't want it to become public, so she quit the roster to go to TNA. The the actual report was that she was feeling unwell, and she told Tony Khan she wanted out of her contract, 
and he gave it to her, and he said it was on good terms. That's the actual report. Maybe she didn't get AIDS. <laughs> Maybe none of that's true. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting this. It's shit. very possible there was no age transpired. Okay, listen. Maybe none of that's even true at all. <laughs> Maybe maybe she just didn't want to wrestle for AEW anymore. Fuck, man. Roman Reigns. That was the that was the TBR. <laughs> you're just you're just like, you know what? Uh you're just like thinking through your head, you're like, roll a deck, she's like, uh, John Cena no. Uh Kane no, Undertaker no. How about the Roman Reigns? <laughs> he got his cousin to go heel, baby. Anytime Josh derails, that's your Rolodex. Yeah, he he made one of the Usos go heel, man. So fuck it, fuck Roman Reigns. Oh my God, he made the he's head Usos of the go table. He can don't. do whatever he wants. Head of what table? The dinner table. And then he beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan. What did Daniel Bryan ever do to Jay Uso? Why does Daniel Bryan still fucking wrestle? Because, you know, he's, uh, he has a kid a now. Paycheck, and he just bought a new house in, like, Malibu? Come on, man. Keep up with the diva stuff. I mean, come on, yeah. He's got he's got bills to pay. He's got a he's got a wife that had a baby. He's paid And apparently, shit. being a douchebag vegan is pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If, if you don't know Guaranteed anything about that, expensive. don't comment on it, you know? Unless you're Tony Khan. Unless you're Tony Does he know... He knows about. Are you guys? Are you guys digging this Roman Reigns thing? No, no, not for a minute. This comes up on the show. I fucking a lot. hate Roman Reigns face heel. Doesn't matter. I could have went for Roman Reigns being heel. I just what angle is this? But hell, okay, in the Roman cell killed that. Roman, okay, how about this? Let's go ahead and have you become heel. Okay, what angle am I going? Okay, how about this? You're gonna beat up the Usos. <laughs> yes. Who cares? <laughs> Would you I say Usos? Yeah. What'd you say? Who say? Hey, what'd you say? Who say? <laughs> Down since day one is oos. Who the fuck cares about that bullshit? You guys are just literally the worst part of the show. You guys cut your hair to be fucking mohawk mullets. And then we got Roman Reigns. <laughs> probably got the AIDS. And. Fuck, I always have Tony. Tony can't tell me that. No, I don't like any of that. Here's what you needed to do. You needed to get him in there. You needed him to start beating up people. Not the oos. Not the <laughs> oos. They one-ish. Have him go in there. The one-ish. Beat up. Go up against, like, Edge. Because Edge was a heel, but now he's a total face. Yeah. So let's just let's just face it. So let's have him versus Edge. And be like, oh, shit. And he'd be Edge. Then you can create the battle between him and Randy Orton. Okay, you get that going, and then you could build that up to go against either Braun Strowman or Keith Lee, and you can go that angle and be like, okay, yeah, and then you could have it like totally make sense. No, instead, you plop him with oos. What? Where are you going? Yeah. Well, I, the, the I, part I, I was confused about is at the end of SmackDown, and Roman looks at Jay and goes, make him understand, pointing at like Daniel Bryan. I was like, what, what does Daniel Bryan have to understand that he's head of the table? What does Daniel Bryan got anything to do with any of this shit? It's gonna be like the Wyatt family. They're gonna they're gonna bring in Daniel Bryan for half a week. I just you wish as muscles. Daniel Bryan was getting his ass kicked, he would have been screaming, "I'm not even Samoan. I don't even know." <laughs> I just I wish I wish we would have heard a little bit of that. Yeah, that was the wrong guy to have in that scenario. That was the wrong wrestler. Like that just that dude's just showing up to try guy. to be in Survivor but Series. It might have been the right place. And now and now Roman needs him to understand he's head of the table for a Samoan family that Daniel Bryan is not a part of. That's the angle I'm going to get over on. Is just Roman Reigns going around SmackDown and being like, 
Tell him, tell him I'm the head of the table. I don't even eat at tables. I don't know. I, I don't even know what. And then they just get their ass kicked. I have TV dinners. I don't even know. I I, I eat to go. I, I I it's out of a bag. I'm airplanes. I don't know. I eat nope, in my car now because my wife. Dog bears. Know, she doesn't like crumbs. So what we saw at Hell and Cell was the actual table that he's ahead of, and I don't want to be at that table. There wasn't any any good food. All it was is fruit. <laughs> and I will say, I will say, being I've been around the Samoan culture a little bit, and uh, they are not eating a lot of fruit. No, mm. nope. There was not All one potato chips. Potato, potato chips, chips, the macaronis and cheeses, the rices, and uh, the AIDS, <laughs> and the AIDS, and the AIDS. Don't don't I did not see one bowl of AIDS on that table, and it pissed me off because Tony Khan wasn't there. Tony <laughs> motherfucking Khan <laughs> told me about dates. <laughs> oh, well, whether you're healed, whether you're baby face, you do you, baby. Dogcast Production.